I find it difficult to track back when it all kind of started. Um, I think as a kid, because I was home educated, um, which I think had a lot of plus sides to it. Um, I was quite lonely. I only had um, my sister essentially and my brother at times, although he's quite a bit older than me. Um, and a lot of the people in that community were sort of outcasts in inverted commas um, and quite difficult to make friends with. Um, so I think I was quite lonely, which made me quite unhappy. Um, and then I went into school at about the age, I think, of 10, 9 or 10, and I really didn't enjoy it at all. I felt really like the outcast because um, everyone had already formed their friendships. And I didn't know how to be in that kind of group of people. Um, and I think that's also when I started comparing myself to other people a lot more as well. Um, you know, they had tests, which I wasn't used to, and, you know, they'd be like, oh, so-and-so got this many marks, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm behind everyone else, and, um, and it was like a new experience to me. Um, I think that's when I really started to go downhill from there. Um, I remember getting weighed in class, because um, we were doing about being healthy, and apparently being healthy is about what you weigh. And it's ridiculous because we were all different heights and shapes um, and all different stages in growing up. Um, and I remember looking at my friend and being like, whoa, I weigh like twice the weight of you. Um, I'm thinking, that's not right. And from there on, I, I went home and I'd look in the mirror and I'd be bloated. And I didn't realise that that's quite normal. Um, and I'd be like, if I don't eat, then I'm not bloated. Problem solved. Um, and then from not eating, I lost weight. And once you start losing weight, it's very difficult with someone with an eating disordered mind to stop. Um, and it became something that I could control how much I ate, when I ate. I wasn't ever hospitalized. Um, I did get to the point where they said, if you don't turn things around, you will have to be hospitalized soon. Um, I think potentially if I hadn't got such supportive parents, which I do, and I'm very lucky to have, I possibly would have been. Um, but I had um, someone called the Reaching Out Service, the Ross team, who came to my house every day um, for a short period of time. Um, they're like a crisis team and they come and check that you're eating. Um, I was, um, I did self-harm and um, I'm not sure I ever got to the point of being really suicidal. Um, but did feel extremely unhappy. Initially, when I was young, I was in CAMS, which is a um, mental health um, unit for teenagers and adolescents and young people, um, which in my opinion is in a real state at the moment. It's not got the funding and um, I, I absolutely hated it. <laughs> um, but much like my mum says, um, kids don't want to sit there and talk about their problems. Um, and that's essentially what I was doing, and I didn't want to be there, you know. Um, and I didn't think I had a problem, do you know what I mean? You're in denial. Yeah. Um, so essentially, and it's, I gained weight just to get out of therapy, which, you know, did the job short term, um, but then found myself relapsing um, later on when I was about 17 um, or 16, I can't really remember. Um, so, and then when I relapsed, I did go into CAMS briefly, but then I turned 18, so now I'm in the adult eating disorder service, which is supposed to be better, but they do have a lot of pressure on them. So I've been, because I am weight restored and I did a lot of the work myself, I think, 
Um, they put me on the waiting list, which was quite long, but I do understand that other people that were in my situation before um, need the help first, obviously. I'm quite open about it, but people don't quite often don't know what to say, um, which can make you feel a little bit uncomfortable. Um, but I try and be as open as possible. And I think it does make it difficult um, to talk about it um, and feel comfortable around people because of it. Um, but when I needed support, um, when I was recovering, like I wasn't allowed, I was at college and we had to walk between campuses. Um, I wasn't allowed to walk by myself in case I fainted. And so I asked all my friends if, you know, every time I needed to walk, someone could walk with me. And they were all really, really understanding and supportive of that. Um, there was no one being like, oh, just walk by yourself or just start eating again. Um, so, you know, it's, it's still, people are still able to talk about it. It's just not really, really easy. But when you do, I hope, I like to think that most people are understanding. When those thoughts come back to me, um, of being really degrading about myself. I'm like, you know that's not healthy, you know it's not correct. Um, kind of splitting up the mindset of the unhealthy and healthy um, and getting the healthy to remind the unhealthy that that's not okay. <laughs> um, rather than just accepting, oh, that's part of me, I'm, it's okay to degrade myself. Um, um, talk to my parents. Um, and don't isolate yourself. I think it's very easy when you're in a low place to um, sort of not connect with your friends um, and just get wrapped up in your own world and it's quite easy to then just be in that really dark place where you don't see that there's other things going on. I'm constantly um, aware of the possibility of relapse. Um, I, I was really fearful of it. I'm, less so fearful of it now um, but I am always aware of it and um, have to remind myself of the fact that when I did relapse it really held back my life and it was a really really unpleasant time um, and that there's better things to do when you're unhappy than to start controlling what you're eating. Um, I'm quite positive about where I'm going um, but there are still dark days where I feel really um, quite miserable and sort of like I can't escape the th those thoughts sometimes. Um, but I still have that hope that things will always be changing.